Hi, welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. I'm Brooke Ritchie Babbage, social justice lawyer turned nonprofit founder and leader of a seven-figure nonprofit. I've spent the past 20 years immersed in social impact work, and I've worn so many hats. I've worked as a leader, a board member, a coach, and a strategist. I've ridden the highs of changing lives and communities, and I have weathered the many storms that go along with doing social change work. And through it all, I've learned an important lesson. There is a method to the madness of leading social impact work. I created the Nonprofit Mastermind to share that method, to pull back the curtain on the actual strategies and mindset behind launching, growing, and leading a high-impact nonprofit. Ultimately, we do this work to make the world a more beautiful, equitable, and just place. And I want to help you do that. If you're a passionate, committed leader who's looking to build and lead an institution that has real and lasting impact, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to our first Mastermind Spotlight. In this series, I'll be showcasing and celebrating organizations in my Impact Accelerator program, lifting up their mission, their work, and their personal stories of leadership. I started the Accelerator because I believe that one of my purposes in life is to work for and support efforts leading to positive social change. The organizations that apply for and join the Accelerator are truly changing our world, and it continues to be such an honor and joy for me to aim my experience, passions, and resources at helping them grow their revenue and their impact. This series is my celebration of them. It means a lot to me to kick off this new part of the Mastermind podcast by shining a light on a truly phenomenal organization that I have come to know very well and feel so inspired by, Stem from Dance. I'm also excited to highlight a truly inspirational leader, Yamale Toussaint Beach. STEM from Dance works to get girls of color excited about STEM through dance by fusing STEM's spirit of innovation and experimentation with the creativity and fluidity of dance. Their programs aim to amplify young girls' confidence and voices as artists and to show them how they can use their ingenuity and passion as innovators, engineers, scientists, and techies. In this conversation, Yamale, the founder and current CEO, shares her founding story, how deeply she has been inspired by her father, and how she drew on her own experiences as a dancer, as a student at MIT, and as a teacher to start STEM from Dance. She talks about its vision of increasing the representation of Black and Brown women and girls in STEM fields, and STEM from Dance's plans for explosive growth as they head into their second decade. It's a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, Yamale, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I am so excited to talk to you on the air on my show and to talk about STEM from Dance, which you know I love. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to be with you. It's such an exciting period for you guys. You're coming out of a strategic planning process. You're going into a period of just really exciting growth. And I want to dig in and and sort of lift up your incredible work and pull back the curtain on how you do the magic that you do. So, so let's dive in. Um, let's start with what is STEM from Dance? And what are you, what are you guys all about? What are you trying to do in the world for mm-hmm. young girls? 
sure. You know, at STEM from Dance, we want to get girls, specifically girls of color, excited about STEM through dance. Which I love. <laughs> yes. And, you know, like as a young person, I was excited about STEM. Like my, my father was a mechanical engineer. My older brother became a mechanical engineer. I loved math. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so I, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about what, what does it take for that to be the reality for more young people? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, hey, like, what if we do that through dance? So why dance? I mean, I know you personally were a dancer. Um, and so there was the the connection in your own life. But what do you see as the, like, why, as you were thinking about your love of these two different things, how did you see them as feeding one another or being connected? Because it's such a unique intersection of interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, really my first thought was, I remember being a high school math teacher after I graduated from college and just seeing how much my students just dreaded math. Yep. Because <laughs> it's like joy and bubbliness I have with like, you know, solving <laughs> quadratic equation. Yes. <laughs> and I thought about like, what are spaces that I feel that kind of joy and it made me think of dance. You know, when I dance, it feels like, it feels like home. It feels like an embrace. It feels like an expression. It feels creative, you know, like how can that energy be? I, I wanted my students to feel that way. And that's really what I started. That one, that's what made, made me think like, is there a way that these two can come together? And it's like along the journey, I found like all of these unexpected ways that the two support one another. But it really just started with like, what does it feel like to be in a STEM space? And how can it feel differently, especially for young people who are underrepresented? I love that. And I think, you know, people hear STEM from dance and they think, or they can think very literally, there's STEM and there's dance and these two have nothing to do with one another. But actually, you're getting at something, I think, um, deeper and more powerful about how young people learn and about, quite frankly, how we all experience our lives. We are motivated to do things that we feel connected to. Right, mm-hmm. that we feel, where we feel comfortable, and the idea of bringing that sort of openness and flow of dance mm-hmm. into a space that so many people think is sort of rigid, which is math and yeah. and, and yeah. steps. It's really mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, I think about like as a young girl, I would like dance with my cousins, you know, or like making up a dance just for fun. That's right. And um, there's something that that yeah, that just feels really homey about dance, and so if that could be the conduit, like if it takes, if it takes figuring out a connection between dance and STEM is like, I was up for the challenge, you know? And I felt like I was positioned to figure that out since I've been a dancer my whole life. You know, I, I studied engineering at MIT. I became a teacher afterwards. So I was like, if somebody could figure this out, surely, surely I can. I love it. Can do approach. So why STEM? I mean, I, I know you sort of have the, the happy bubbly feeling about STEM and math, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and myself being one of those uh, young black girls who just loved, you know, office supplies and lists and planners and, you know, th- all of the things, school and studying and, um, and things, I think, um, 
you know, not everybody gets the warm bubblies about the same things. Why do you think it's so important for young girls of color to be connected to STEM, to not hate math? Why is that sort of part of the mission? Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I was at MIT and I was maybe as like a junior starting to think about what I was going to do next. And it was just such an incredible feeling to feel like I had so many opportunities ahead of me. And not just because it's MIT, but just because I was an engineering major and I could become a consultant. I could become, you know, I could go into finance. I can go into more engineering. Um, It just felt like I, like it was like a, like a Swiss army knife kind of. Yes. Yes. Um, um, field that I was in and there was something that was so empowering like I can do anything I can go in any direction that I want and um and that feeling is something that I know isn't evident and um you know like not all young people feel that way that they have such freedom in their future and that as is i think what is special about stem is so much of yeah. um like the careers that are out in the world rely on that kind of skill set and and so that's that's what kind of charged me is like what does it look like to equip young people with with that kind of flexibility that kind of and and have them feel empowered in that way you know all the conversations we've had over the last few years i that's the first time I ever asked that particular question. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. The idea of possibility of opportunity, you know, especially looking ahead to where our society's going and how kids will have to know how to think, mm-hmm. not just the skills and things that they can do, but how they use their minds and brains is just yeah. becoming so important. And I feel like that is one of the things that made me feel kind of set apart as a as a young person, as a black woman is, yep. I'm, I'm that black girl that likes math. Yes. Yes. Where like everybody's kind of looking for their place and their path. I feel like that's part of the empowerment that I I also want young people to know that is that there's like a lane that you can, that you can be in. And, and there's just so much opportunity. Like I, I, I just love that idea of, of our, of our girls of color identifying with, with with an area that is of need and that I think can provide a lot of fulfillment and it's and there's a lot of creativity and challenge and like money and you know there's all these things that I think are so attractive in STEM that uh like it still brings me joy to like ignite that spark and have that aha moment for for the for the, for the young people we work with so how do you do that? How do you, what do you, what does the actual work look like? The connection between dance and STEM, mm. how do you create that aha moment for the girls that you guys work with? Mm. So we help them make dance performances that incorporate technology. So that can look like a costume that lights up every time they lift up their arms <laughs> or... Um, like an animated backdrop on the stage that, you know, 
where shapes look like they're coming out of their hands. Um, And so what we've done is sort of make this experience where they get to build and create something that they can be really proud of. They get to perform, they get to dance in a way that, you know, we we emphasize um, choreography, not just them learning from us, but them making their own movement. And, and there's nothing like doing it yourself and seeing what is possible when you're just kind of given this, this challenge. So that's, that's the core of our experience. And in that, they get to see, oh, wow, like, I can do this. And it's actually kind of fun. Yes. <laughs> you know? and, and they yeah. start to build those positive, positive memories, positive associations with STEM. And that's sometimes what doesn't happen. Sometimes when they think about math, they think about STEM, they think, boring worksheet homework you know but what does it look like to associate like movement and like you know like a beyonce song and yeah you know working together in like a group of like girls who are like me like those are the kinds of things that they're starting to associate with stem yeah um and that's kind of like the transformation that we want to see them it's also super interesting just to think about the idea of math and STEM, STEM being spaces of creativity. You know, my, my husband was a math major at Duke and talks about how the payoff so often for young people that are studying math sometimes doesn't come until you get to the spaces he was in in college because that's when you start to be able to play with numbers and you're starting to talk about sort of math beyond, you know, what you're learning in middle school, the multiplication tables that, right. that there's a real, um, you know, there's an excitement in numbers, in math, in science, in technology that too often our schools don't give kids access to until they're in the sort of higher education spaces. Mm-hmm. and. and that's a long time to wait for a payoff. You know, you're doing the worksheets now and people are like, don't worry. As soon as you get to imaginary numbers, you know, when you're 20, um, then you'll be able to do fun things. And so shortening that time horizon of the payoff and showing them, no, it's not just about worksheets. Mm-hmm. Seems really powerful to me. Totally. For me, I really understood what mechanical engineering was. My sophomore year, when I was in a lab and I got to build this engine, like a Sterling engine. And, and that's despite having, you know, like I've been to work with my father, I mentioned my, my older brother's mechanical engineer. And it yeah. wasn't until I was in the lab with like the drill press that I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. And I, like you said, I want, we want to fast track their, that experience for them. Like, what if they experienced that? you know, in middle school yeah. to feel like, you know, what we have them like solder a circuit together yeah. and, uh, you know, you see the smoke coming off of it and there's something that's just kind of cool. Like, you know, the feeling of doing a science experiment, yeah. um, you know, the same thing with this performance, like they get to, to, to dance and perform and show what they've learned and, and, and kind of getting them to that, like you said, like that, like actualization of what they're learning, like sooner, I think is really powerful. So you've talked a, a, a bit about um, sort of your own origin story. You know, you were a dancer, you studied math at MIT or mecha- mechanical, en- mechanical engineering at MIT. Your dad was a mechanical engineer. Um, and I know, you know, you're the founder of STEM from Dance. You've been working at this for quite some time. 
What was that aha moment for you when you realized it's not just that I have these interests, there's a, there's a path here that I want to create for, for other young girls. When did you decide, you know, having started my own organization, I know there isn't one moment where you're like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start a nonprofit. But how did, how did you get to this point where, you know, you've been building this, this institution that operationalizes this vision that you have? How did, mm-hmm. how did you decide to do that? Mm-hmm. I think about um, being a teacher and there was a time I'm like, okay, what's, I know I want to have an even greater impact than the one I'm having on, you know, the students in my classroom. So what does that look like? Okay, well, I have an engineering degree. Okay, you know, I love to dance. Maybe I should do, you know, we should do that. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I have this experience in education. Um, I kind of feel like I want to start something at some point. I just felt like I had like all these different directions I could go in and it felt very conflicting. I felt very conflicted. Like, should I go back to, you know, being an engineer? Should I continue on this like social impact journey? I'm seeing my peers who also, you know, recently graduated and they're doing their things in their careers. So I was very conflicted and um, really I was actually like in a moment of prayer, like, Lord, I've done what I was supposed to do. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, what if I can, what if I don't have to choose? Um, what if I, like these combination of things are positioning me to do something that only I can do. Um, and that's, that's really what made me think like, okay, what if, what if dance can go with STEM? And, and I honestly, I didn't really know what would come of it. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I, there's so many things I uncovered along the way. But for me, it's like, what, what if this is like my purpose? What if this is my contribution to the world is taking this like seemingly random, unrelated set of path, you know, experiences and turn this into something that can have an impact. And that was like, non-negotiable like i'm not just doing this for fun like right right i want to do this it's going to be an organization that lasts that has an impact um and so yes <laughs> maybe, maybe this is it and so um and even like my my father you know he's a big inspiration to me he also started a nonprofit. So like that, I didn't know that. Wait, you talk often about your dad and how he's been such a, a source of inspiration. I did not know he started a nonprofit. What was the nonprofit? It's called Haitians Orphans Wish, and he basically raises money, throws events, raises money to um, support orphanages in Haiti. And so, wow. yeah, he started this when I was maybe in high school. And so like that seed was planted, like that example was set for me. Like you can do things that impact others. And I just, so I, I, I knew if I was going to, I was going to start something and it was going to, um, it was going to impact others. So that's, so, so when I had the idea of like bringing these things together, I'm like, okay, this is my idea. This is my opportunity. Like for my father, it was that for me, it could be this. Um, that's, that's how I got started. I love so much about that. I mean, every time I talk to you, I learn new things <laughs> about you, but 
what I want to lift up here, because I think it's really powerful for any founder, this idea that, um, that you don't have to know everything when you start or really at any given point, right? There's always this calibration of sort of what's the vision, what's the plan, and how much am I stepping out on faith? Um, mm. And I think there's an idea, I talk to a lot of founders, a lot of, you know, a lot of EDs in my work, and there's always this voice or often this voice that that people battle against that's like everybody else has this figured out, right? All the other EDs of these amazing nonprofits that I see, they know exactly what they're doing all the time. And I am, I am stepping out on faith a lot. And I think it's really powerful. Um, just personally knowing the institution you've built and how incredibly impactful it is and continues to be. And I, I want to dig into that in a moment. Um, just hearing you say, you know, it's not like you sat down one day and mapped out the 20 year plan. It's like, this is exactly what's going to happen. You listen to the voice inside of you. That's like, follow this path and we'll build it as we go. And it's um, that's, that's, there's real power in that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about the impact. Um you guys work in a lot of schools with a lot of young people. What is the kind of impact that you're seeing in the lives of the girls that you are, that you're touching? How is this helping and changing them? Mm-hmm. One of the the most exciting things to see is the immediate um, impact that just in the span of, let's say, two or three weeks over the summer, um, we could have girls who, you know, may have never dreamed about STEM, you know, walk away, change, like, with a different mindset, thinking, like, actually, I like this. Like, actually, I am a programmer. And and the fact that that can happen in, in that span of time, I think is just so encouraging. Because sometimes we hear the stats, like, oh, my goodness, but it's going to take you know, centuries for us to have equal representation, um, you know, in STEM. But then when you see what's possible in, in two weeks, so we can do this. Like society, we can do this. We can, we can see this change happen. And so I just love to see that sometimes it just, it just takes them having experience like STEM from dance to think differently about their future and, and consider them and and to think that you know twenty years later, you know it's it's it's, it's these these young people who are having these experiences yeah. become like the next head of Google, or like you know these tech giants and have influence in the technology that's being developed in our future. Yeah. So that that to me is like the impact that we that we set out to make. Not just like and it starts with with that shift in mindset. Yeah. And there's the impact that I hear you talking about on the girls themselves and their sort of trajectories and lives. But there's also a broader societal impact, right? Sort of who is represented in these spaces? You know, we have increasing focus on AI and various um, creative uses of technology and health and science and space and all of the places that science is going. And who's at those tables, who's in those lab spaces, right? Whose creative visions are being operationalized. Um, 
right? We haven't always shown up in those spaces. We mm-hmm. haven't always seen ourselves in those spaces as Black mm-hmm. women. And I think there's power there also, sort of what we are signaling about who gets to do this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think like, for me that, like seeing that representation was my father yeah. and it's like, you know, what about students who don't have that person that close? And so I think um, like nowadays there's so many more examples of that representation. So I'm just excited to see that, that there will be a tangible impact on society, I think, soon. So you guys are coming out of a uh, strategic planning process mm-hmm. and looking ahead to the next, you're, you're coming into an anniversary year, looking ahead to the next 10 years. Um, what got you really excited about where STEM from Dance is going in the next year? Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, right now the organization is in like go mode. We have done the, the preparation, you know, we have um, learned the lessons and still more to come. But I think we are in a place where we are positioned to see this have impact at a greater scale. And that's really exciting to me because. Even when I, you know, when the idea was just a seed, I always thought big about what was possible. Um, And so I think that's exciting that we're planning to have an impact, um, like to increase our impact in New York City, across the country, across the world. And all of it is possible. It's not just, you know, a plan that's on paper, but... um, it it is it is it's happening. It's it's starting to happen now. Like even this summer, we're going to be in eight cities. Um, wow! So, um, wow. I think that's exciting. I think it's exciting also to just see um, the way that we're positioning ourselves. I think you know, like we finally have the capacity to not just um, do our work with students, but think about how we influence the broader field and and contribute to the conversations that are happening about STEAM about STEM and, and dance and performing arts and um, really supporting what's happening um, in a context bigger than STEM from dance. So those are some of the things I'm most excited about. I think one of the things that's been so exciting about watching you grow over the last year in particular is this, um, is what you're, what you're highlighting here, that you really have a strong foundation and watching as you've leveraged that strong foundation to say, okay, what does the next level of impact look like nationally, internationally? How do we build the systems to actually propel us forward? What does thought leadership look like, right? Mm-hmm. Really building your capacity to be able to think at this next level as an institution is, um, it's just been really exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how can other people get involved? I have the pleasure of working with you directly, um, but how can other folks tap into this incredible vision uh, for what's coming? Sure. So many opportunities. I think there's, um, you know, the opportunity to just really pour into the lives of our young people. Um, specifically, we love to invite um, people to come in to speak who have a background in STEM, um, are to bring us into their company so that the girls can see in person what the work looks like. 
Um, there are opportunities to um, really just connect us to, you know, some of these partners that we're looking to um, help us to grow, grow across the country. Um, and there's opportunities to invest directly into to the lives of, of these girls and their future in STEM. So, um, you know, anybody can go to our website. They can reach out to me. We love just having conversations. So happy to, um, to be in touch. Wonderful. So what is the website and what's the best email if folks want to reach out and learn more? www.stemfromdance.org. And um, folks can reach out to info at stemfromdance.org or to me directly, Yamale at stemfromdance.org. Um, yeah, I'm happy to, to chat. Wonderful. Well, this has been so great. Like I said, every time every time I talk to you, I learn more about your vision and, and your passion for this is so evident and um, and it's catching. You know, it's everyone who uh, who has the, the benefit of coming into contact with STEM from Dance is, is inspired and energized. So it's been a pleasure, as always, talking to you. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you, Brooke. Have a great day. You too.